Hey folks, go-to guy Timberlake here. Time for another GovCon Geek Squad cast. Hey, today I'm going to be talking about how agencies buy. Specifically, looking at the types of instruments that the U.S. government uses to make an award. So here's what I'm not talking about. Not talking about the type of competition. Not talking about the type of cost model which is called contract type NFPDSNG. I'm talking about what is the actual instrument, document, vehicle described as that represents how they get a contract to you. So I'm going to start with this. Definitive contract. You know what that is? A large subset of the government contracting community has no idea that this even exists. So here's what the definition says. You go into the FAR. It says, a definitive contract means any contract that must be reported to FPDS other than an indefinite delivery vehicle. This definition is only for FPDS and is not intended to apply to FAR Part 16. So, here's the deal. FAR Part 16 is essentially called fair opportunity. That is the language applied to every multiple award contract issued in the government because they're going to provide fair opportunity to all of the successful offerers who got awarded a vehicle, whether it's GSA schedule, multiple award IDIQ, GWAC, all the above. So here's the trick. Let's have a conversation here. You can get back to me. You know how to call me and email me. So wrote an article recently called Now How Agencies Buy. And it goes a little something like this. If I were to ask you how federal and defense agencies buy from you, what would be your response? Now, this, of course, would depend on your organization having been awarded an agreement, contract, contract vehicle, or an order against a contract vehicle. The point, however, is would you know the terminology used by agencies to describe the instruments they use so you could look for more purchases being done this way. So in a given fiscal year, the details of a majority of contract actions executed by federal agencies can be easily viewed by the general public. There are multiple free government-hosted repositories accessible on the World Wide Web. And if you ask these repositories nicely, they will present you with useful artifacts about who purchased, who funded, who they did business with, how much they paid, the duration of the agreement or contract, how it was competed, how it was solicited, when all of this occurred, and much more. With all this information available, you might wonder why a large number of small and large companies have a difficult time finding viable business opportunities. The key here is viable. Now, 
a big reason for this difficulty for so many is context. You guys have heard me use that word before. What does that mean? Simply put, they don't understand what they're looking at or what they're hearing. So, in just a minute when I come back, we'll talk more about this, and I'll give you an example of what I mean. Ever since the first boot camp in 2010, ethical stalking for government contractors has focused on making federal sector business development more achievable and more productive. It stands as the best and most comprehensive program for the novice and experienced government contracting executives and professionals. Get more information today by visiting bootcamp.govcon.club. And welcome back. Folks, it's GoTo Guy Timberlake. We're doing the GovCon Geek Squadcast. Today, we're talking about how agencies buy. And before the break, I mentioned I was going to give you an example of what I am talking about. So here's the deal. An example of what it might feel like to try to use information that you simply don't understand at any level could feel like this. There's a term. Went and looked this up. The term I want you to consider, and I am probably not pronouncing it correctly because it's not a language that I know, but the word is spelled U-J-E. And it's got the, you know, two little, the accent mark above it with the two periods side by side. So I don't know if it's Uje, Uye, but Uje. Now, here's my question. I want you to think fast. If you were using that information right now, if we were out in the wilderness and we saw that sign, or if somebody said that word out loud, what do you think we should do? Should we run, climb a tree? Should we lie still and play dead? Here's the trick. Without some previous knowledge of the Albanian language, according to Google Translate, you would have no idea that that word means water. That knowledge, however you acquire it, is the very basis of context. So this is the situation that thousands of companies are faced with every day in government contracting. They are faced with an entirely new language to hear, to read, and to speak, usually with no preparation or advance warning. Imagine trying to make decisions using information provided to you in a language you didn't understand. Unless you have a translator on hand, your efforts to make decisions are going to be really, really, really hindered. By the way, speaking of translators, is that translator someone you know and trust? Think about it. Because if they're not, how would you know if they were translating accurately? You don't know the language, you don't know the translator, you're kind of at their mercy. Here's the deal. This happens frequently too. Think about information being shared 
in various meetings and conferences. As they say, trust but verify. So here is how information like this can be useful to government contractors. You know, being able to say or see who bought, who paid, all those types of things. In the Federal Procurement Data System, also known as FPDS, and specifically in the tool called EasySearch, as cited by the United States General Services Administration, we know them as GSA, and the team in GSA called the IAE, the Integrated Award Environment. This is the group that manages a lot of the tools that you see nowadays like SAM.gov and others. So here's what they say, and this is on the FPDS website. They refer to it in quotes as the authoritative source for entering and viewing contract award data, end quote. So using this site, you can view robust information about the use of award instruments by federal and defense agencies. This information can help you discern if buying activities that you're trying to engage with prefer a purchase order, an indefinite delivery contract, a blanket purchase agreement, or a definitive contract that I mentioned at the very beginning. Knowing this will help you make good decisions if you understand how they buy what you sell. I'll be right back, and we'll talk a little bit more about why this matters. What would you think if someone said to you, come out swinging? Probably not a great thing, right? Well, actually, it is. Because if they're saying it to you at the Swing Time Social, it just means it's your turn. The Swing Time Social is a brand new event for the government contracting community, hosted by the GovCon Club and presented by our friends at Parabolas. For more information, visit swingtimesocial.com. Hey gang, go-to guy here again. Hey, we're back to the GovCon Geek Squadcast talking today about how agencies buy. So here's the deal. I told you I was going to tell you about why any of this matters. Why do you need to know what these things mean? Well, here's what it is. If you are looking for evidence, maybe something that would show you trends, related to how agencies buy at any level. This is a very quick and reliable way to acquire the information. And what I mean by this is if you understand the information as presented, for example, here's some terms for you. BOA, Basic Ordering Agreement, BPA, Blanket Purchase Agreement, FSS, now known as the MASS, stands for the Federal Supply Schedule, and the Multiple Award Schedule. It means the same thing. GWAC, Government-Wide Acquisition Contract, IDC, Indefinite Delivery Contract. Now, what I just shared with you are the five types of indefinite delivery vehicles found in the FPDSNG system. These are known commonly as contract vehicles. 
Now, if you heard at the very beginning when I talked about a definitive contract, a definitive contract is not one of these. It's literally the opposite of these. And again, as I said, a lot of folks in contracting have no idea that they even exist because they think everything is awarded using a contract vehicle. But it even gets more much deeper than that. So I just told you BOA, BPA, FSS, uh, GWAC, and IDC. Here's my question. Do you know which of those are considered multiple award? Which ones can be single award? Which ones can be both? And if not, well, you're at a disadvantage. Hey, here's two more terms for you. Delivery order and BPA call. Everything I'm sharing with you right now are things that you're going to see every day in data that you're looking at as a government contractor. Now, those two terms are two of the four types of awards. So I gave you first the IDVs. Now I'm giving you awards. And there are four of them. Here are the first two, delivery order and BPA call. So if you go in FPDS right now, or if you prefer USA spending, I'll tell you in another story why I like FPDS better. Here's the deal. When the government issues a contract vehicle, the only way it can get money on that contract after the initial award, in most cases, is by using one of these two types of awards, delivery order or BPA call. So these are the mechanisms for the government getting work and money onto contracts in most cases. Here's a neat little trick. If you pay attention in FPDS, when the government issues one of these two types of awards, they have two distinct contract numbers. Think about that for a second. Hey, last two terms. Definitive contract. You heard that one before. And purchase order. Here's the deal. These are also awards. But when they're issued, they only have one contract number all the time. Here's another trick. Those last two I just listed, definitive contract and purchase order, on average in a given fiscal year, they represent nearly half of all fiscal spending. Think about that for a minute. So here's the deal. Which awards or IDVs matter to your company? How are you positioned today to sell to the U.S. government? Which of these awards and IDVs matters to your customers? Do you know that? Knowing how to acquire and interpret this, this information will absolutely reduce the time and money that companies like yours spend on business development lifecycle activities. So gang, here's the deal. We'll show you these things. We'll help you understand all this information. Reach out, ask us questions. Take a course, boot camp intensive, results lab. They're all there. But get to know this information. Get familiar with it. Whether you've been doing this for a minute, a year, or 10 years, it will help you. Guarantee it. Folks, thanks for listening. Let's go to Guy signing off.